0: It's Paul Antonelli here. Welcome to another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. Thanks for joining me again. Uh, I'd love to, uh, I'm uh, recording this uh, podcast from uh, an apartment in Darwin. I'm still in the Northern Territory traveling around. Uh, What I'd love to do uh, with this podcast is share information about helping business owners like yourself create your ideal business and flowing from that would be your ideal life, of course, you know. What am I going to talk about today? Today I'm going to talk about, I call it the A, B, C options. Um, and so it's all about, uh, depending on the business you're in and uh, who you work with, the clients you work with, it's it's pretty much universally, universally applicable. Uh, what is the A, B, C option? It's all about the way in which you present your product or your service offering to your clients. Um, to be able to make it easy for them to make a decision, uh, for a choice to choose what they want to do, so um, best way is probably to give you uh, some examples. Um, firstly, uh, it doesn't just apply to a product type business. You know, we you sort of see that with product type businesses, you go, oh, we've got product A, we've got product B, we've got product C. You know, or you've got product A that has this, and uh, offering B might have a few add-ons, and then you got. Offering C. Um, what happens is with service-based businesses, you know, when I work with clients who are in service-based businesses, I often uh, suggest that they productize their services, which means turning their uh, their service offering into more of a product. And what does that mean? What it means is it makes it much easier for people to to do a few things. Firstly. Um, choice when there's too much choice, or there's lack of clarity around an offering, or I'm not sure what I'm going to get, or any of those, or even the pricings may be open-ended. It it creates um, uh, hesitation or confusion, which stops people moving forward uh, with a buying decision. So that's the first thing. If you can make it really simple for people to go, here's an A, this is what's included, here's a B, this is what's included, and here's a C, this is what's included, and you can compare A, B, and C really easily, it's easier for people just to go bang and make a choice, actually choose an option. Um, the other thing that it does as well is it enables you to not uh, – what, what I'm not a believer in is um, offering a substandard surface you know, often there's you know when when I talk to uh, clients that I work with, they they find oh, there's more there's people that are more competitive in the marketplace. They're cheaper. The challenge is uh, I'm not a really big believer in commoditizing your product or your service. I believe that you should always deliver the same level of service. You know, always deliver an abundance, which is an over the top delivery strategy with whatever it is that you do. But when you do that, um, you can not have a fully inclusive service offering or a product offering in order to satisfy different segments of the market. Uh, So what's a good example? I'll refer back to my um, business, ResiCert, which is a building inspection, property inspection business based in Australia. Um, Right from the beginning, uh, it it is a service-based business. So we offer services. And when I looked at the marketplace... Um, you know, you can get you can ring people up when they offer uh, a lot of it's a fixed price and here's an inspection service. But in essence, when I looked at getting that business going, I decided to have three options, actually four options. Um, and so instead of sort of, uh, and the reason I wanted to have four offerings is I wanted to really be able to have a, a service offering, even though it was productized uh, for everyone in the marketplace. So it didn't matter whether someone just wanted to get something, you know, had a budgetary constraint or they had no budgetary constraint. Depending on their needs, we had something that could satisfy the requirements of any buyer. So the way that we did it is we, and and the other benefit of doing this is you could have, uh, like if you look at the A, B, and C, uh, you know, typically you've got a lower priced option, and for that option, they would typically get less or less offering, less features or less of a service requirement. B would be the middle range, and C would be the top range. And if you had a D, it would be you know, it would encompass everything. So what we set up with ResiCert as a building inspection business is we had, and we still do it today. It's called a basic. Uh, a standard, a plus, and what we called an ultimate. I don't know if we offer the ultimate anymore, but um, we had those offerings. And typically what it would incorporate was um, we'd sort of when – we'd never put any of our pricing, and this was part of our – we found that it was not possible when people would look at our business to uh, communicate to them about um, the difference between us and other players in the marketplace if – because they just focus on the price. So we don't, the first thing is we don't actually just put prices out there on our website. Uh, I don't think it's a very good, we tested that and we found that by sharing prices on the market, in the marketplace, we don't necessarily get more conversions. So our strategy is to make it really quick uh, and you can go to our website, resicert.com.au and you can see how that looks. You can book a, get a quote instantly. And so we don't really share pricing until people inquire and we've got a a whole funnel system and a landing page system to capture people. When they inquire, they do get instant pricing. And so it gets the landing page, the thank you page from the inquiry page is actually a thank you page that has pricing options and typically they've got the A, B, and C. So here's a basic, and here's a standard, and here's a plus, and we also do uh, like termite or timber pest inspections, which we do as a bolt-on, which is a package price. So we're able to then uh, share with them, here's the basic price, uh, here's the medium price, and here's the up price. We always offer it as a combined pricing structure, uh, So firstly, we combine the two because we find that the majority of our clients want two. So there's no point pricing one when we know they need two. They can order just one or the other inspections, but we find most of our clients want both of them. Uh, And we are also able then to compare side by side. So we've got like a a sheet that comes up and we've got an A and a B and a C, the basic, the standard and the plus and the ultimate. And we just have a bunch of tick boxes about what's included. And then clients can then make their own mind up by looking at the information. So if they look at the information for each option, they can then decide what they believe is more appropriate for them. You know, is it better getting, you know, they just want the basic or when we have the ultimate one. And the the price ranges from a basic will be around the 450 mark for an inspection. The ultimate was, uh, I think, pricing at 1,400. And then we had 550 and we had 650, 700 in that sort of range. So there wasn't a big jump in it. uh, And when you... Look at you know an average price of a property being six or seven hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand dollars. It's a minor differential, and so we allow people to choose. Um, and often, when we uh, like with our franchisees and with our team members, people um, often. Uh, Take that choice away from clients because they go, Oh, look, you know, people are, you know, it's a very price sensitive market. So people don't want the extra service or they don't want to pay extra. That's actually an assumption that we haven't found to be correct. The best thing you can do is provide these A, B and C options, provide information about what's included and what's not included and allow your clients to decide for themselves as to what they need and what they want. And they will do that. Uh, And so what we found from our experiences uh, in those three options, uh, over 60% of our clients go with the most expensive option, which is the plus inspection, uh, because the differential is about $120, $130. And compared to what you get, um, most people just see the value there. So what we're able to do is talk about the value of the offering, not just put our attention on price. So it's it's possible to do that, when you're not sharing your price without details around what it is that you're, you're including in it, then you can share some information with your clients about that. So we find that, yeah, as I said, over 60% of our clients prefer uh, the plus because it's the most comprehensive, the best value for money, the one that gives the highest uh, peace of mind for our clients. And then the other two are sort of split around the other 20% each and typically when we found that uh, for example, there might be team members, our franchisees or inspectors who whose ratio's not the same, we find that they're not, they're sort of making a decision saying, Oh, I don't do uh, the standard, I do just the basic of the plus, or I don't use the basic, I do the plus and the standard. They they may they decide on behalf of their clients what they're gonna offer them. So we found this to be a very uh successful approach to the marketplace. It enables clients, you know, because the other thing in product, productizing our service is that it's fixed pricing structure. So you might be in a business that, that you might charge by the hour. Uh, you might, uh, and even if you charge by the hour, there, there may be particular type of services that you offer that you could just productize. So you could just actually turn it into a, a fixed rate. So you might have a, an A, B, or C offering. And then, if it doesn't, if someone inquires and it doesn't fall within the A, B, and C scope, then you you can co- contact them and say we need to come back to you with different pricing. You know, it's it makes it really easy when you have this A, B, and C offering. You allow the client to actually upsell themselves, so they can determine they can look at your offerings, decide on the differential if it's value that they're prepared to pay for. They're happy to pay for that differential. Uh, so you you may in fact be leaving. Uh, revenue behind by not allowing your clients to do that. And when clients then come into the system, we've got other options for them to add. You know, they might want a depreciation schedule, uh, they may have a, an additional property. There's other options for them where they can upgrade themselves if they would like to do that as part of the buy process. And so by starting with a very clear offering, we give them options, uh, and we allow clients then to make their own decision about what's right for them. And so, it's 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 an important part of it. Um, it's not applicable to all services and all offerings, but typically, if you're able to a uh, create a fixed cost approach to some of your services products are like that. You know, if you go and buy a product, you typically buy something, and then they'll try to upsell you or did you want. More of this is you want an extra data or whatever it was. So if we're in a service-based business, which we are, we always look at how we can uh, effectively, you know, give people those options, A, B, and C, and then take an opportunity to capture them in our landing page structure from ads, and then be able to explain and educate the differentials between the A, B, and C. When we do that, we find that clients are able to make the right decision, which is the most appropriate for them. So we're not underselling them by giving them something that's below what their needs are, and we're not overselling them, which I don't think is a good idea. I think you should uh, seek to understand what your clients want. And if you don't have a process of doing that, provide enough information so your clients can actually decide for themselves what they want. It can work much, much better that way. So it's a really good approach. Uh, So what I'd like to encourage you to do is to look at your offering and how you communicate that to the market. Is it possible that you can offer if you're not doing an A, B, and C option? Can you do an A, B, and C option? What would they look like um, if you were to do that and what would be the differences in those offerings? A good thing to do is as a start point, is to look back over the last year, the last two years, and see if there's something that comes out of the services that you have offered. Did you find that the, that you could look at what percentage of clients were ordering this and this, or were ordering that one, or already next? Have a look at the data from previous history. What does that tell you about preferences? It gives you an opportunity to then highlight the value because. It's, there's no such thing as something being too expensive. If a client often says, look, that's too expensive, um, I don't want to spend that much, uh, part of the reason could be they don't understand the value proposition. They don't understand what they're getting for the differential. You know, if you're not talking about thousands and thousands of dollars, and it might be two or $300, they might not understand what they're getting. So I'd really encourage you to look at, in your business, can you simplify your offering into an A, B, and C, have you got an ability to communicate the differential between that and, you know, what from your experience in your business, what typically are people, what's the average spend and can that lead you to determine what a good A, B and C model might be? We found this to be really effective. Have a look at it within your own business and see if it's applicable. It can really help streamline your business and make it an easier choice for your clients in relation to your, your services or your products that you offer. Thanks for listening. Hopefully that uh, provided you some insights into how to uh, make it easier for your clients and how to engage your clients more effectively. Look forward to catching you up with, with the next podcast. Ciao for now.